Hi, I'm Jay Fallon, and you're listening to The Slippery Slope. So I'll tell you, about seven months ago, I think I was uh, I was stood down from my work, from what I was doing, from my, my position. The whole reason was because of the vaccine mandate here in Australia that was brought in. And my main concern with the vaccine mandate was that our livelihood uh, and our lives our interactions with lives going in and out shops, you know, what we could, uh, where we could go, what we could do was all being tied to our obedience to getting a vaccine. And then also uh, how the vaccine was tied into the, the, uh, the passport, the vaccine passport that was, uh, that was brought in here in Australia, where you had to show a passport, you know, show this little QR code or something like that. Um, when you show this tick on your phone uh, that showed that you were vaccinated before you could go into a shop and that. And I felt like, as a Christian, I really felt that this was a foreshadowing um, to what was referred to in the Bible as the mark of the beast. And I've spoken about this numerous times. I know there's people out there that probably think, you know, Jay, Jay Fallon, you, you talk about this a bit too much. However, this is what uh, this is what I believe. This is where I think our society is heading. Now, add on top of that, just recently there's been reports coming out about the World Health Organization Treaty and their announcements for plans for an international pandemic treaty. Now, at the time, I know I did speak about this. I believe it was a week ago, and you know the the thing is with the treaty, I was a little still a little skeptical about it because I thought, well, we've already lost our rights. We're already on this path. However, for all these people, and you know, even I've got to say, even family members of mine who've told me, you know, Jay, you should just take the vaccine. You should just get it. Just go along with it. All these things are going to happen anyway. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Just go along with it. And I've always thought, well, why would you why would you just go along with something? Just kowtow. Don't why would anyone just go along with something just to keep the peace? You should stand up for what you believe in. You should tell people this is what I believe. You should warn people for the direction that you believe things are going. If you see danger ahead, you should be warning people which is one of the main reasons why I started this podcast, to be able to warn people. Because I know there's people out there who aren't Christians, who don't believe in the Bible, but there are things happening that are just in plain sight. This is where we're going. This is what the Bible said. This is where we can see plainly that our world is going, and it is not good. I'm saying all of this to get back into what this World Health Organization treaty the direction that it is going. Like I said, I think I was a little skeptical of it, even when I was talking about it last week. I thought there was going to be problems. However, I could see that, uh, you know, this is where our world was heading anyway. Our governments were going this direction anyway. They're taking our rights away from us. However, this is way, way worse, far more scary than I, than I initially realized. I'm going to read a couple of different articles. One, this one, the first one is out of Brownstone Institute. The headline says, The WHO, or World Health Organization Treaty, is tied to a global digital passport and ID system. Now, this is written by 
Aaron Kerity. So it says the WHO recently announced plans for an international pandemic treaty tied to a digital passport and digital ID system. So a meeting in December of 2021 in a special session for only the second time since the WHO's founding in 1948. Coincidental, 1948, which is the same year that uh, Israel was reformed, and then the WHO was formed. Anyway, so the, the Health Assembly of the WHO adopted a single decision titled The World Together. So the WHO plans to finalize the treaty by 2024. It will aim to shift governing authority now reserved to sovereign states to the WHO during a pandemic by legally binding member states to the WHO's revised international health regulations. And what amazed me is this next section. It, it, I didn't realize the United States had actually submitted these proposed amendments. So it goes on to say in January of 22, uh, the US submitted proposed amendments to the 2005 international health regulations, which bind all 194 UN member states, which the WHO Director General accepted and forwarded to other member states. In contrast to amendments to our constitution, it's talking from an American perspective, uh, these amendments will not require a two thirds vote of our Senate, but a simple majority of the member states. In addition to the authority to make the determination of a public health emergency of international concern under Article 12, the World Health Organization will be granted additional powers to determine a public health emergency of regional concern, as well as a category referred to as an intermediate health alert. The relevant state no longer needs to agree with the World Health Organization Director General's determination that an event constitutes a public health emergency of international concern. A new emergency committee will be constituted at the WHO, which the Director General will consult in lieu of the state within whose territory the public health emergency of international concern has occurred to declare the emergency over. The amendments will also give regional directors within the WHO, rather than elected representatives of the relevant states, the legal authority to declare a public health emergency of regional concern. So we're gonna have regional directors throughout the whole world and they will be able to have, they have this legal authority to declare a public health emergency Talk about giving up all of your, your sovereign rights. Okay, continuing. It says also when an event does not meet criteria for a public health emergency of international concern, but the WHO Director General determines it requires heightened awareness and a potential international public health response, he may determine at any time to issue an intermediate public health alert to states and consult the WHO's emergency committee. The criteria for this category are simple fiat. The Director General has determined it requires heightened international awareness and a potential international public health response. So through these amendments, the World Health Organization, with the support of the United States, appears to be responding to roadblocks that China erected in the early days of COVID. This is a legitimate concern, but the net effect of the proposed amendments is a shift of power away from sovereign states 
ours included, America, Australia, to unelected bureaucrats at the World Health Organization. Now, we've already had this issue for the last two years, unelected bureaucrats making decisions on how far, how long you can be locked down, whether you're allowed to even go to work or not, um, determining that people are not allowed to go out into their backyards uh, unless unless they've been vaccinated. That has already occurred. Do we really want this? Oh, it doesn't look like we're going to have any choice. But we are giving this power over to unelected bureaucrats at the World Health Organization. That is craziness. Anyway, I'll go on. It says, The thrust of every one of the changes is toward increased powers and centralized powers delegated to the WHO and away from member states. As I've been saying, as I've been constantly harping on about, the Bible says this is what's going to happen. We're going to have a one world government. We're going to have one leader. He's going to control the whole world. And it looks like it's going to come in because of the fear mongering. They are using, utilizing the fear that they have drummed up over the last two years with COVID-19. And they are going to give all this power. They are just giving it all to the World Health Organization under the guise of healthcare. So continuing on, it says, Leslin Lewis, a member of the Canadian Parliament and lawyer with international experience, has warned that the treaty would also allow the WHO unilaterally to determine what constitutes a pandemic and declare when a pandemic is occurring. Now, you know, we've already seen, I, I believe, the uh, the beginnings of the next uh, scare campaign with the monkeypox. Um, even this morning, I saw, was it this morning? Yeah, they, they started putting up the numbers on the news here on the ABC in the Australian Broadcasting Corporation in Australia. So they started putting up the figures for um, for international, uh, the international figures for monkeypox. I believe we're starting it. It would not surprise me if this is the next scare campaign that the WHO are going to use with their newfound powers. Uh, so it goes on to say, we would end up with a one-size-fits-all approach for the entire world, which is what happens when you globalize, when you believe in globalization. This is what she's cautioned. Under the proposed WHO plan, pandemics need not be limited to infectious diseases and could include, for example, a declared obesity crisis. Wow. As part of this plan, the WHO has contracted German-based Deutsche Telekom subsidiary T-Systems to develop a global vaccine passport system with plans to link every person on the planet to a QR code digital ID. As I've been hounding everyone, this is what the Bible says is going to happen. There's going to be complete control over the globe. You cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. This is how I believe this is showing us how this kind of control will be brought in. Everyone across the planet, their plan is to have everyone across the planet to have this QR code digital digital ID. Continuing on, it says vaccination certificates that are tamper-proof and digitally verifiable build trust. Who is therefore supporting member states in building national and regional trust networks and verification technology, explained Garrett Mayle, 
are head of the WHO's Department of Digital Health and Innovation. The WHO's Gateway Service also serves as a bridge between regional systems. It can also be used as part of future vaccination campaigns and home-based records. Again, I've, I've talked about this several times about the mass surveillance around the world. Obviously, we've had people, again, with the World Economic Forum, talking about being able to conduct surveillance um, through medication. We talked about that, uh, what's his name, Yuval Harari, who who, want, who said that they used a COVID-19 was a, a vehicle that was yet able to be utilized to bring in surveillance under the skin, he described it as. Now, if you go to the website for this uh, Deutsche Telekom subsidiary T-Systems, and I will put the link in the description for this episode, they write all about this uh, this COVID-19 certificate and their, their work with the health uh, the World Health Organization. So the headline for on their website says, checking COVID-19 certificates, World Health Organization selects T-Systems as industry partner, because they're very proud of this, obviously. It's, you know, a big, uh, a big contract for them. Um, so the subheadings say that who facilitates 194 member states to introduce digital vaccination certificates? Solution enables countries to check electronic evidence and Gateway complies with European General Data Protection Regulation. Uh, now it says here, in uh, this is on the, the T-Systems own website, it says the, the World Health Organization will make it easier for its member states to introduce digital vaccination certificates in the future. The WHO is setting up a gateway for this purpose. It enables QR codes on electronic vaccination certificates to be checked across national borders. It is intended to serve as a standard procedure for other vaccinations such as polio or yellow fever after COVID-19. May I again put forward Monkeypox, the brand new scare campaign. So the WHO has selected T-Systems as an industry partner to develop the vaccination validation services. So this Garrett Meal, the unit head of the WHO Department of Digital Health and Innovation said COVID-19 affects everyone. Countries will therefore only emerge from the pandemic together. Let's all do it together. Vaccination certificates that are tamper-proof and digitally verifiable build trust. Who is therefore supporting member states, supporting member states, or twisting their arm and forcing member states? It's more likely what he means. So they're supporting them in building national and regional trust networks and verification technology. The WHO's gateway service also serves as a bridge between regional systems. So there you have it. That is their plan. It is in broad daylight. They are announcing it to the world. This is what they're gonna have, a global system so they can track everyone, so they can verify your details. And then all you'll have to do is make a few simple changes and they'll say, hey, Show us your vaccine passport. Have you been vaccinated? No, you haven't. Well, you cannot go anywhere. You can't do anything. We've just declared a little regional uh, outbreak here of, of monkeypox. 20 people 
have contracted monkeypox in Australia. They just happen to be in Sydney. And um, you know what? We're going to lock down the whole nation. But if you've got this, uh, if you've been vaccinated and you've got the, uh, the code, well, then you can go out. You can still go to your shops because we're going to be tracking you. You can buy, you can sell, you can do whatever you need to do. But if you haven't been vaccinated, well, then now it's not the Australian government. It's not the Queensland government, New South Wales government, whatever. It's not your local governments that are keeping track of this. It's not people who are, who, who are voted in by the Australian population. Now... It's bureaucrats at the World Health Organization that say, oh, no, no, you haven't been vaccinated. You don't have a verifiable digital passport. Therefore, you're not allowed to leave your home. You're not allowed to go into your backyard. You're not allowed to go to work because down in Sydney, there's an outbreak of monkeypox. We've just declared it. We've just declared this outbreak and we've made these rules and that's all it is. Folks, this is where we're going and they want to have all of this up and running by 2024. The Bible said, this is where we're going. We're going to have a one world government. We're going to actually have regional leaders. I think it talks about 10, but anyway, we're gonna have a one world government. We're gonna have a one world leader and they, this leader is going to be able to control whether you can buy or sell because it will be able to track you. And if you do not have that mark, you will not be able to buy or sell. This is where we're going. This is what the Bible has said. I've been saying it. And I believe this is the system. This looks like the system that's going to be used to bring all of this in. They are going to continue to push the boundaries, continue to track, surveil, monitor everything you do. Be warned. The best thing you can do is believe in God. Give your heart to Jesus. I know some people might think that sounds corny, but the Bible said all these things 2,000 years ago. If you don't think it's real, I'm sorry. It is real. This is the track that we're going down. And I'm just warning you. Times are going to get tougher. Check it all out for yourself. It's all my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.